Good morning. And after a long hiatus, I would like to thank you for joining me again today on Monday Morning Motivation. Whether you're listening on your drive to work or at any point in your week throughout the day, my prayer is that this message ignites reflection and a moment of meditation that draws you closer to Christ. And with that being said, let's dive right in. Today's verse comes from Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45. And it reads, When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. What are we replacing our bad habits with? Just more bad habits? Many times we go on this kick, whether it be around New Year's or whenever we notice any self-destructive behavior, we make up in our minds to get rid of a bad habit. We write down resolutions and we grow firm in our resolve. And for a while, we may actually succeed. And there are even times where we completely lay aside the destructive habit and we feel accomplished. We pat ourselves on the back, Because we truly feel like we did something. And then we stop there. But is that it? Is that all there is to goal setting? Or is there more? Does the accomplishment come in laying aside the destructive habit? Or have we missed the point entirely? When we read this passage in Matthew, we see the life of someone who has done this exact thing. Who has stopped at the laying aside. But the perspective is given of that from the destructive habit or the evil spirit in this case. So the scene starts and the lights come up on an impure spirit that was just laid aside and its journey to find another place to dwell. The scripture says it goes through arid places seeking rest, but finds none. Now, we could take that to mean that it was seeking another person to inhabit or whatever. But what we do know is that it found nowhere else to kick up its feet and rest. So eventually, like the prodigal son, it decided to go back home. Upon returning to the place where it was removed from initially, it finds it unoccupied. We can stop there. Every other description of the place after that, swept clean, in order, really doesn't matter. Because if that word unoccupied was not there, That would be the end of this story. The impure spirit will have to move on because there was no longer any room for it. It's just like in a scary movie. It would be real short if they decided not to go into the woods or to wait until morning to kill the vampires or to turn the car back around and go home. But they don't. And we don't. So here we are. We forget that the destruction of a habit is not just about what we lay aside, but what is equally important is what we replace it with. Once the impure spirit came back and found its old space unoccupied, it decided to come back with seven other spirits more wicked than itself. Now, one way we can look at this is that once we go back to a habit, it always evolves. It never comes back the same. And it says that the final condition of the person was worse than before. Why is that? 
because it becomes 10 times harder to get rid of a bad habit or an impure spirit that has returned because we allowed it back in. That's because in order to allow it back in, we have to ignore all the destructive qualities we know existed in it in the first place. We have to grow comfortable with the impurities and grow numb to the voice of God concerning that thing. That is why it is important that when we lay aside an impure spirit or a bad habit, that we focus more on what we are going to replace it with than just on not doing it anymore. As we continue to develop in Christ, we will begin to see that as he gives you the desire and the strength to push out those old habits, he will also give you the passion and fire to draw closer to him to develop new habits. But this will only come as we listen to him. This is not a self-development journey, but a Christ development journey. We do not walk this walk so we can simply feel better about ourselves, but so that we can walk in purpose and in the glory of Christ. If feeling good is what you're after, then you will simply stop at the laying aside. But if you are chasing after Christ, then you cannot be satisfied with just the laying aside. You must continue to listen for the voice of God when he tells you what to fill your home with so that when the spirit returns, he will find the space occupied. Father God, we come to you today thanking you for your son, Jesus Christ. As we come off the heels of this Easter weekend and celebrating the resurrection of your son, we thank you for a restored relationship with you through him. We also thank you for sending him in spite of knowing how the world will treat him, your only son. We come to you today praying to hear your voice more clearly and for more closer relationship with you as we lay aside these impure spirits. We pray that you guide us into replacing the right way so that if it returns, it will find us occupied with your spirit and not an empty home waiting to be reoccupied. Thank you for this passage today as it spoke to me, and I pray that it reaches the heart of those that need to hear it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'd like to thank you again for coming back and joining me today in this moment of meditation. And remember, like always, there is no day like today to be motivated for Christ. Continue to grow in your faith, and I hope to ride with you again next week. Thank you, and God bless.